Yeah. Good afternoon, folks. Alan Jackson here with Pursuing Freedom. I'm in my home in Palisadro, California, and we have uh, Lauren Hoddle on the podcast today. And Lauren has invited a special guest. Lauren, invite your guest, and maybe uh, he'll tell us what he does. Yeah, um, I was super excited. Uh, I'm going to be heading down to the Pacific Bitcoin Conference with a couple other local plebs. And then I noticed that um, our guest will be attending, and I'm going to go ahead and let him uh, tell everything we were talking before we hit record, and it's super exciting. I was noticing his artwork that he has behind him, and he was telling me he did it, and he's an artist. Cool. It's amazing. So go ahead and introduce yourself and let us know exactly uh, your, I guess, business. All right. Yeah. Thanks for having me on, guys. Absolutely. Um, I'm Aladdin. I'm the creator of Bitcoin trading cards. Wow. Uh, this is the project I've been working on for a little over four years. So since the 2018 bear market, I've been pushing along with this thing. And uh, the ultimate point of these cards is to orange pill as many people as possible in a completely different way than most uh, companies and people go at it. Um, I started doing Bitcoin consulting a couple years ago, and a lot of that was specifically so that I could get as much feedback as possible for this project. And I put all that feedback into creating trading cards that could reach the general public more than anything. So obviously there's a lot of creations in here for the Bitcoin community, and that's uh, really important for me to be a big part of the community. Uh, a bigger part is for me to create these in a way that we can really start to get the general public interested in Bitcoin and start to critical think beyond what we've had the last couple of years. And hopefully the artwork and the way that I simplify these, it's like a flashcard for Bitcoin. There's a lot to this. So we'll try to get as much across in the time we have on here. But from the podcasts I've done before, there's so much to this. It's hard to cram it all into one. So, yeah, for so sure. What's, uh, what avenue do you promote or sell these, these cards? How do you put that out there? So we're launching at Pacific Bitcoin. And okay. that'd be really cool. We, we teamed up with uh, Swan Bitcoin and we're doing nice. a promo for them. So every attendee that shows up is going to get a special gift uh, from us and Swan Bitcoin together, which will be really cool, really rare and unique. And then we're going to have a booth there selling the actual packs. So if you want an extra pack and you want a chance to get one of them really rare cards beyond what you get in the promo pack, then we'll be there for that. Um, other ways we're selling these are through our website. So you'll be able to purchase them through the website. Um, we're also working to get in with Scarce City and be able to have them available to be able to purchase there. Um, we just partnered up with uh, Geyser. If you've heard of Geyser Network, they're amazing. They do the Kickstarter for Bitcoin projects is really cool so you'll be able to buy them on there working directly with a lot of the bitcoin companies that are able to sell these hopefully we'll get them into some of the magazines and just get them out as many ways as possible yeah, awesome, awesome man. one of the really fun things we're going to be doing with this is i've got some connections with some gold and silver stores throughout california 
So we're really hoping to get these on the shelf at gold and silver stores across the board so that people that are coming in looking for that scarce, hard money are able to start learning about Bitcoin as well. And I think that would be a really good matchup. So we've got a few stores we're lined up to get into. and That's super cool, man. Yeah, um, Geyser, um, we just had a guy on that's in a... Um... Uh, metal band, uh, an anonymal, yeah, is their name. Great. Yeah, and he said, "Hey, you should get." He's the one who suggested. And I've heard of you. Like I said, it was the it was via the Pacific Bitcoin Conference that I was first aware of you. And then when Anonymal reached out and said, "Hey, you need to get this guy on," I was like, "Ooh, great idea!" So that's when I reached out to you too because I was like, "That's a wonderful idea." But he's on the uh, Geyser, so that's where I thought of that. Um, if you don't mind, just out of my own curiosity, I was going to backtrack uh, a little bit back into maybe your history because I love the art that's behind you and stuff and maybe get a little bit more into like, you know, your your history of art and if there's other members of the team and who does the art because it's freaking cool. Um, and then maybe other things down the road that you could think about. I wanted to kind of get just maybe you could try to orange pill one of us if we, you know, treat, treat us like we're just a noob and don't know anything and, uh, and what Bitcoin means to you, but start with your, your own history and, and your art degree. Did you go to school or were you always artistic or how did that whole thing come about? All right. Yeah. Pretty different than, than most artists. I'm sure. Um, I grew up in a very small town in Mendocino County. Uh, you couldn't even call it a town the population of about 1200 people. And, uh, I learned about freedom at a really young age. Uh, my dad was a big part of the Prop 215 movement and our family grew up kind of around that. And I was going to 215 meetings at a very young age. And my dad was helping a lot of people that were suffering from cancer and a lot of bad ailments. So I was able to see at a really young age what cannabis was able to do for people. And then learning that it was incredibly legal. I questioned at a really young age, why is something that's so beneficial for people illegal? So I really did have a deep understanding at a very young age that there's definitely some weird corruption going on. And then being around the, the drug world in the way of seeing friends and family and people go downhill and then when Oxycontin and all that crap came out, I firsthand saw it across the board and I'm going, okay, so this is legal, but this over here is not. It just proved the corruption even more to mm -hmm. me. So I, at a very young age, understood that. And when it comes to the artwork side, um, I was drawing it four or five years old. I was singing at four or five years old. Um, that was my number one thing when I was in school. I just drew when most kids were out on the playground running around. I was usually in there sketching out something I'd been working on for a couple of days and I just loved it. And I write music and I was a musician. So school, I really, right around the sixth grade was about the end of schooling for me. I still went um, enough for them to give me a diploma and, and get out, but they literally were like just do the minimal, get through this. This kid needs to just get the hell out of here. <laughs> I was one of those. And I, I wasn't necessarily a bad kid, but I was one that stood up for any crap that was going down, whether it was mm -hmm. students or bully teachers. <clears throat> they were my targets. And I definitely caused a lot of drama when it came to those people. So they were like, just get this guy out of here. And then I did a little bit of... Uh, 
college afterwards, but very basic. So I'll, I'm self-taught. Oh, wow. And I've been an entrepreneur my whole life. I started my first business at 17, um, created my own little record label and started mm. recording local bands and little things like that to get by. And, oh, cool. and I've done a whole list of uh, entrepreneurship since then, lots of startups, lots of projects. And I've always just been incredibly determined to do something really special and not have to have some authority figure standing over the top of me telling me what I can or can't do. Wow. That's a great story. Yeah. You're in, um, you're in the tower work tower records neck of the woods, aren't you? I think tower was started in your town. Yeah. <clears throat> well, that's cool. So do you have a, a collaborator or any team working with you or any other artists or how does that part work? Yeah. So I eventually had to put together a team. Um, <clears throat> There's so many cards that are in the first series alone, and I've created many more cards that couldn't even fit in the first series. It's a four years of, of building on this. And I deal with the graphic arts on the computer, but I'm mm. not the biggest fan of it. I'm more of that traditional artist. So I've been sketching these cards out for four years, and then I started reaching out and finding artists that were just amazing. Most of them from countries that... I really felt needed Bitcoin more than anywhere else. So Argentina, Venezuela, um, I've got a great one in Ukraine, um, one in Russia, just from all over the world. And a part of me creating these relationships with them over the last couple of years doing this, I've been able to orange pill them pretty well, which has been a really nice benefit on top of this. So the artwork that they've been helping me to bring to life, um, they've, they're able to put a lot of feeling into that beyond it just being a basic gig. So we've created some really great relationships with these artists. And now I have it set with about 10 solid artists that I work with. And I create the concept. I sketch out the architectural work for it. And then in my mind, I've got a, a really good image of what I expect this artwork to look like. And then I send that to the particular artist with their style. And it, I mean, you can see a little bit behind us, but once you get the pack, you will really be able to see We've got so many different artistic styles in these cards, specifically because everyone's got their own idea of what really good art is. And I didn't want it to be the same style across the board. I right. wanted a card for everybody. So there's a, a lot of variations of uh, artist styles in here. Wow, I love it. Yeah, um, I've, I don't fancy myself an artist as such, but I've definitely... Um, uh, used art probably more as a way to uh, vent and express emotions and especially during difficult times in life but I, I love it um, I know you, when you and I were talking before we were recording you mentioned something also about having a secondary booth at the Pacific Bitcoin conference uh, that just has art so I was curious like what is your medium do you have is it all graphic is it prints is it because I kind of I kind of like old school you know, paint on a canvas. So like, you know, whatever, oil or even acrylic, I don't care. But you also mentioned sketching. So do you do like all sorts of mediums, pencil and and the whole nine or or uh, what are your mediums? Yeah, I, I think we have a pretty wide variety of mediums, that's for sure. 
Um, we didn't know that we got the slot to be the artist at Pacific Bitcoin and literally until the last minute. So we have been scrambling to put something really special together. Um, we do limited prints of each one of our cards. So the artwork that comes on that card, um, we'll never do more than a hundred of that print. Mm. Everything comes with a certificate of authenticity. We're looking to work with a company right now that actually, um, puts the signature of that art on the Bitcoin blockchain so that it can be verified for forever, which is really great. Yeah, so that's cool. Being able to really lock in that certificate of authenticity is really important to us so that people know when they're getting a piece from us, it's not going to be reproduced by us. If someone else does it, well, then they're infringing and, and that's their thing. We can't stop that. But at least what you get from us is going to be really rare scarce i mean we're trying to follow in the same steps as bitcoin as possible and all all of the artwork and everything that we create so you'll have prints for sale at the conference then yeah we will have prints for sale not a lot because they're really special canvas prints but you'll be able oh to gotcha okay yeah and then we i'm putting together one hand-painted acrylic piece mm. that's really special that'll be our our signature piece that we have up there Love um, it. I can't I, wait to see it. Thank you. Yeah, I haven't gotten a lot of my others are already sold or called mm. for. So we only have the one acrylic that I'll be able to bring and I'm painting it specifically for this event. Wow. Um, some other mediums we have, um, we, we've got some surprises to come for that. Mm. I, I do music as well. So um, oh. I'm creating a whole entire Bitcoin album right now. And I've produced three songs so far. And if I can get this done in time, this is a scramble, but I'm putting together um, three albums that are actually uh, 12 inch uh, vinyl records. Oh, and that's they'll come with the, the album cover and everything. And then we're limiting those to only 21 that will ever be made. So oh. those will be really special. I like it. Yeah, if you get those, that's, that's it. What, so each um, song, each album. What uh, genre of music are we talking here? Oh, you're going to like this. <laughs> I have a lot of fun with it. So because I was a, a musician and producer before, yeah. I played in just about every genre there was. Oh, wow. So, so far I've done uh, Orange Pill, which is a straight up rap song. Obviously <laughs> I didn't rap it. Um, <laughs> I, I find some really good artists because I just don't have time to do everything. So mm -hmm. kind of like artwork, I write the music, I help to compose um, the music behind it. Um, then I find an artist, same thing, that best fits this song and have them help me produce the song. So the Orange Pill song, I don't know if you've heard it, but it, mm. it it's pretty good for a rap song. I know Maybe. A lot of it, but it, it hits pretty hard and the lyrics are, are really good. It's pretty explicit, but it's good. If, <laughs> if somebody's put it on Twitter on some sort of meme, then I've probably heard it. But if not, I don't think I have. Oh, well, I'll share it with you afterwards. Okay, it, sounds good. I'm not a huge rap fan, but this song, it, it came out really well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't a huge metal fan or or whatever, but I uh, I definitely like uh, uh, a nominal, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they've got some talent. I can't wait. To yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Exactly. Uh, so you've got a rap song. You got you. We've got some honky tonk. What do we got? We got some rock. What do we? Yeah, the we... next one is like a really um, slow, beautiful country song. It's oh, called really? um, "Orange Like the Sunrise." Bitcoin wow. is this, huh. and it's really melodic. It's absolutely beautiful. Huh. I've had it sang twice. The first time, um, the country singer that I had do it 
he was really good. But when I wrote this song, I had a beautiful female voice mm. in mind for it. Yeah. So I did find another female artist that was able to sing it. And that's what's going to be on the record. And she, oh, amazing. Her voice is just absolutely really? gorgeous. Huh. And she made it beautiful. So definitely, uh, I mean, my songs are deep. I'll tell yeah. you that when it comes yeah. to lyrics, really deep. But she did a beautiful job. So I got that one. And then the one that I'm releasing at Pacific Bitcoin, I created this for Mike the Shooter. And he created um, Comeback Country. An El Salvador story. Oh. Uh, if you've seen that, it's uh -uh. the documentary on El Salvador. Have you seen that, Alan? Yeah, I have. It's amazing. It's great. Oh, maybe I have. Maybe I have. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. It's a stunning job. So I'm doing the artwork for his posters and, oh. and collaborating with him on that. And then I wanted to surprise him because as I was doing the artwork and working with him on that project, I just got so emotionally involved into it. I had this song playing in the back of my mind the whole time. So I just sat down and wrote that song. Oh, nice. And then I found a friend of mine that I've been in contact with who's a libertarian out of Spain mm. and he's bilingual. So I'm like, oh. hey, let's create a anthem for El Salvador. Yeah. So we nice. called it Comeback Country. And and it I, it's one of my favorites out of everything we've done so far. So we'll be working with Mike to get that into the documentary when he gets done revising it. And hopefully I can get this song out to the people of El Salvador because we have an English version and we're doing a Spanish wow, version. I love it. Have you been down to uh, El Salvador? I haven't yet. No, it's, it's definitely on the bucket list. Of Taking a right turn here, but hey, let's, 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 let's follow this bunny trail. Um, Alan is, uh, I don't know if you know much about Alan, but he's a pilot and he travels around, flies basically the rich and the famous around. And uh, on his journeys, because he flies flies private jets basically uh he is spreading the good old word of bitcoin we're trying not to say orange pill as much because we it's definitely uh gets overused so we're trying to come up with other ways to to say we're spreading the word of bitcoin but anyway he is he is a orange pilling phenom i used to call him the orange pill jesus but we I ch i'm changing it to uh the uh, orange pill superman um but anyway he's actually going to be a um, speaker at the uh, next conference down there maybe you should uh, make sure it's done in time and and then accompany him down there and you guys can release it together down there at the uh, conference in in uh, el salvador that'd be pretty cool oh, that would be epic yeah, uh, yeah it's actually amazing country you know, I am still amazed how much bad press I read about El Salvador and the failed experiment. I, I'm thinking, wait, wait, this does not touch with the reality I've observed and know. I mean, tourism's up, crime's down. There's so many positives happening and negatives are being diminished. And that country is rising up. I mean, it may have been the one of the worst countries in the golden triangle of drugs and gangs in Central America. And that country has changed so much. So I'm just it's a disappointed to see the mainstream media still does not want to recognize the value of what's happening in El Salvador. Um, but I love the fact you're into music. You know, I've often wondered, let me ask you a couple of questions, Aladdin. Uh, for music, where do you draw your inspiration? Um, I'd say life experience. Just okay. the, all the different things that I've I've gone through. I've I've experienced a lot. I've seen a lot. I've definitely went through a lot more, not than most, but I've I've seen a lot of really bad in this world. And I've seen right. a lot of really good. And 
having a family definitely helps on the brighter side and given that positivity in the music uh, that's where i draw i'd say the majority of my positivity but okay. i think my music has a little bit something different because i've seen so much of the negative and i'm able to put a positive twist on the potential that we have to come out of that negative where i think the majority of music that i've listened to it's either fully negative or fully positive and what i really like to come across with is well, let's get real we've got a lot of negative all over the place doesn't mean it has to stay that way though we we can come out of this in a very positive way but we have to drop the cognitive dissidence and we have to get some warrior strength in us and be able to admit that shit is really screwed up and yep. if we can't admit that then we're never going to be able to fix anything very true well i've got i've got to say also i think you would agree that bitcoin has such a positive force in the world i mean you know, Bitcoin, it may not fix every world's problem. It won't fix every problem, but it fixes a whole lot of problems. I mean, it's incredible the hope and the the people are gaining all around the world as they realize that they can have money saved. And, they, you know, the unbanked communities of the world, it's pretty sad when you, you use your daily earnings to eat and you can never save any money and you can't afford a bank account and you can never get a loan. You don't have a credit card. I mean, you really are outside of the financial services often available. But Bitcoin now gives people hope. They can save money. Uh, it may grow in value or may not. Depends. But I think uh, Bitcoin offers so much hope to people around the world. As a musician, I'm always curious. Uh, what comes first to you, the lyrics or the music? I mean, I assume you do both. Or is it a variety? Or is there like a certain pattern you fall into, sort of? Uh, I'd say it's the lyrics with a melody. So if I can't hum that melody in my head as I'm writing the lyrics, then the song's not going to come out right. I have to have some kind of an idea. Usually I start it by just singing it to myself and it can start with the chorus. It can start with just the, the first couple sentences in it somewhere in there i've got to have this melody in my head and then from there i can just go on and on my biggest problem is writing too much uh, the orange like the sunrise song it was eight and a half minutes long the first time wow. i wrote it and, and got it done i'm like okay and i sent it to a couple friends like did no this isn't gonna work i'm like but there's so much and like, yeah you got to find a way to cut it down so i'm looking at the lyrics and i'm like how do i cut this down everything is so important in here so right. I think that's my Two biggest songs. problem is once it goes, <laughs> I just, yeah, I can't stop. Wow. Right. So do you uh, play piano or guitar or what do you do for the music part? Uh, piano is my, my main medium. Oh, great. Um, I'll do a little bit of guitar, but really it's, I used to play quite a few instruments, but then when I had my family, um, I had to push that aside a lot um, i sold the majority of my equipment my recording studio everything had to go and i had to focus on the kids and grow up a little bit <laughs> so at that point it was uh, a lot more focused on just putting that time into the family because trying to balance um, my business the music the family everything else it was just too much so really it was bitcoin that inspired me to get back into music and I'd say over the last year doing these trading cards was a big part of it. Um, just being able to constantly create new artwork and new art mediums in so many different ways. And then that music just started running back in my head. And I wish I had the time to be able to 
sing the music and and do it all myself, but I can't. And I was talking to another artist today that is trying to get himself motivated and really push into getting his Bitcoin project up and going. And one of the things I explained to him that worked the best for me is don't limit yourself to only what you can do. There's amazing help out there. There's amazing artists that if you allow that control to go out a little bit and allow other people to help and collaborate with you, you're going to be able to get a lot more done. So this last few songs was the first time that I collaborated with other artists. I, before I was always the singer, the writer, the, the musician, I did everything. And I was never able to really finish a complete album because I just put too much on my own plate. But writing it and being able to compose some of the music and then hand it off to an amazing artist that has the studio, everything set up and ready to go, this has been the, the best music ex experience I've ever had. So I definitely am a lot happier this way. And it gives me a lot more time with the family. And then it's kind of a surprise too. I get to see like what my song is gonna turn out like. I have to wait like a week or two when we're finishing it up. Right, and I usually, right. I'm like, if you've got it, you've got it, hit me up when you're done and I wanna hear this. I don't like throw me little things in between. Let's get this wrapped up. If we gotta revise it, we'll revise it, but surprise me a little. That is really cool. Well, I really hope, Lauren, that when you're in the, the conference next month, that you'll buy a pack of cards for me. I want somebody's playing cards. And I'll give you some money, you know, some stats, and then maybe maybe you'll get us another packet we can raffle off at our meetup. I like that. that. Way we can promote Aladdin, and we can raffle off a yeah, pack sure. and uh, maybe raise a few dollars <clears> for the, the meetup. But that'd be yeah. kind of fun for introducing people to some cool art. I concur. Yeah, I'll have to make it to your meetup and just bring a box. Yeah, awesome. there you go. Yeah, he's in our neck of the woods, man. He's only, well, depending on where you live in SAC, uh, probably just over two hours. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah, shoot up here. We, uh, like I said, we usually meet every Thursday, but we've been skipping a couple um, going every other Thursday lately. But for a couple of years now, we've been doing every Thursday. But it sounds like you've been in the uh, whole Bitcoin space for quite a while then if you've been working on this project for four years. What is your uh, Bitcoin story? Yeah, so I, I heard about Bitcoin in 2012 and had an opportunity to jump in, but I didn't know anything about it. And like a lot of people I've talked to, this kind of same thing, they had that opportunity. And, and back then it was so new. It just, yeah, in one ear and out the other in a lot of ways. But it wasn't explained to me as what it is. It was right. just that digital money. And at that point, I'm pretty anti, like, all a lot of crap that I mm -hmm. But, yep. yeah, I've, I've got some reservations on a lot of shit. So in 2016, obviously, it came a, a long ways. And I had a friend of mine uh, bring it up. And then I actually had a chiropractor that was like, hey, you heard about this Bitcoin thing. I started buying it. So I started looking into it right around then. And at that time, I was closing out one of the businesses that I'd been working on for a few years. And I had the time to really devote to start learning about Bitcoin. So I spent about a year and a half, which was really good because I didn't start buying like crazy in 2017. Um, just little bits. I started with, uh, I'm not going to buy this coffee. I'm going to buy some Bitcoin. I'm not going to buy things that I don't need, but I was going to spend the money anyway. And then I just wouldn't spend the money on it and I would put it in Bitcoin. So little bits at a time. And then in 2018 was when 
I'd say the end of 2017, beginning of 2018, when the crash happened, I'd already at that point been fully orange pilled. And I'm like, this is amazing. This is the best nice. opportunity in the whole entire world. Yeah. And everything started dropping more and more, unlike a lot of people. I was like, this is such a blessing. Yeah. <laughs> and like everyone like, the last couple of years, they're like, oh my God, it's going down. And my friends, they're like, are you okay with this? Yeah. Talking about this is amazing. Uh, yeah. Yes. Okay right. Buying opportunity of a lifetime. <laughs> Yeah, you know we must be we must be a rare breed when All our right. stock of Bitcoin is is going down. Value we're, we're excited to lose the money. <laughs> Seriously, yep, absolutely. I try to man. explain that to people, and and it's really amazing that they don't get it. And mm -hmm. I'll explain it like, okay, there's this car that you really want to get, and it's thirty five grand, and you can't really afford it, and you're just waiting to buy it, and you're saving your money to buy it, but the car just went on sale for fifteen grand. Yeah. Oh, that's a bummer. No. Yeah. No, I don't want it now. Well, later on they're gonna say, "Oh, you just got lucky too." You know. Oh, you you just you know. And then when it goes back up to a hundred, they're gonna be like, "Oh well, I should have bought. I could have bought that at 20 And uh, and it's just like, oh, you just hear the same things through all these cycles. And you know, yes. I've already been through a cycle too, so I don't even pucker anymore when the when the price does this. I the first one, I was losing my mind. And so I was like, oh, oh, sell, 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 panic selling. And then I'd be like, oh, I made a mistake. And I'm like rebuying. And just, <laughs> it was just being an idiot. Now I just sleep easy at night and just, eh. there's, you know, many days I don't look at the price or anything. It's not about the price. Price doesn't really mean shit. 21 one million. Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. Exactly. So it's, it's, it's a learning curve and it took, I'm a little slower than the average Joe. So it took me a while to, to figure it out, but uh, definitely at a better place now. No, you're yeah. light light years ahead of me, Lawrence. So you're doing okay. I wouldn't say that. I mean, we're well, all. No, I mean, uh, you've been in the space. You've studied for thousands of hours. You've got a depth of experience behind you. Uh, um, and I tell you, when I talk to Bitcoin to first of people, that's the first thing they say is, "Well, isn't it down in price?" That's very, very common these days. Yeah, that's what people know about it. But uh, I tell them, "Oh, it's great. It's a great time to buy Bitcoin." I don't even like Absolutely. to say buy Bitcoin. I like to say opt into the Bitcoin network because we're not buying it. We're opting out of one shitty fucked financial system and we're opting into a completely different network. So I, I don't even like the word buying Bitcoin or the phrase because it to me it just it doesn't even compute right. Well, I, I call people buying sometimes. Go ahead. I call it buying a ticket to the, the Bitcoin life raft. I named Hell my yeah. business the Bitcoin life raft. And that helped me to explain it to people uh, really simply when they would ask me, why is it called the Bitcoin life raft? I'm like, you got to look at it like you're buying. That's, I was watching your video the other day. Um, you had Greg Foss on. And oh, yeah. Life raft. And yeah, it was spot on because yeah. really it's your insurance hedge more than anything yep. Yep. you're buying that insurance hedge for the fact that we know everything is completely it's a bubble like no other bubble waiting to pop yep and the only option when it pops that i can see is the cbdc oh and yeah we have any chance of yep. battling against that it's bitcoin it's the only one and all these altcoins and all the projects yep. they're doing it's just other versions of a cbdc 100 
that it's decentralized, but it, there's no way. Everything is centralized. The only one that's mm -hmm. not is Bitcoin. Everything else is just another form of C CBDC with a different CEO running it and a different finger on the button. Yeah, for sure. No, it's it. That's so dead on. Um, I was uh, noticing the whole insanity going on in Britain, and I noticed that their new prime minister and his first speech was talking CBDCs, and I'm just like, wake up, people! Do you not realize that this is just slavery repackaged? You know, it's yeah. just your your little tokens they can set to expire you'll have no savings you can be like oh you were naughty you said something you shouldn't have They're, you're not going to get dessert for a week you're you can't go to zone three which is the ocean you know like all this stuff is is what cbdc's are all about it's just about enslavement of mankind so right now we're at an apex where we can go one way as humanity or we can go another we can go to freedom and love and hope and goodness like the positive way or we can go to the dark side where we're just going through the whole entire world of slavery you know so it's, to me yeah. this is it's a big time in history of mankind right now 100 percent, and that's where hopefully these trading cards that's the whole point of doing them is to have something really fun and collectible for the bitcoin community but what I've noticed is that we have a really hard time uh, getting people to understand Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. And as Bitcoiners, we feel like it's so simple. Why don't they understand this? And a lot of the time we can come off um, the wrong way in many different ways, just For sure. complicated um, talking talking to them like they're dumb and mm -hmm. not that we mean to, but we're just right. trying to do whatever we can to get them involved and our energy and our passion is so intense with mm -hmm. the love that we have for bitcoin that it's really hard for us to explain that to other people and these cards are the way not just for us to get out and reach the general public with it but specifically so that bitcoiners can get these cards and be able to hand a pack to a friend or a family member they've been talking to for a long time and it's not just artwork the artwork is specifically meant to get someone engaged mm -hmm. get them interested do it in a really fun way where they really want to just collect the artwork alone but when you flip the card over on the back of the card each one of these has around a 50 word description of that particular topic oh. and i created 10 categories for these cards we have freedom government monetary history economics education blockchain bitcoin resources and influencers so that you can specifically start to learn about each one of these categories that are all incredibly important to understanding bitcoin yeah. so like the bitcoin standard safedine did such an amazing job by making it about eight 20 percent bitcoin mm -hmm. and 80 percent economics and monetary history yeah. So we're in that same realm of what we're doing by getting a monetary history card. The first series we have Bretton Woods. Mm. I've got family members that are really big in the financial industry and they don't know what Bretton Woods is. Wow. It's amazing. How do they yeah. understand that? You're a banker. You've been a banker for almost 40 years and you don't know what Bretton Woods agreement is. It's amazing. And the gold standard and the gold seizure and all of these different really important factors in monetary history. Mm -hmm. So in these cards, you're going to be able to learn about these different elements one topic at a time, like yeah. a flashcard for Bitcoin, but broken down in a way where they can really enjoy this learning process. I love it. 
they don't want us to know these things. Absolutely. You know, they don't. And so it's great. Any avenue that we can reach out. Bitcoin is for everyone. It is for building humanity together to love one another and to actually unite over common goals and common purposes instead of division, instead of hate, instead of, oh, you're blue, you're red, you're this, you're that you know, it's, that's not what it's all about. These kinds of things unite us and fear and division and are all mechanisms to control the masses. And, and I think that's another thing I love. One of the many, many things I love about Bitcoin is that it builds people and binds us together, you know, and that's how we're going to be successful as a humanity going forward in, 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 um, the future. So I love it. I love the message. I love, uh, Every avenue, like we were talking about music earlier, and even though, you know, metal or rap, it might not be my cup of tea. Who gives a shit? It's still, I love that you guys are reaching out because somebody else, that's their life. They love just rap or, you know, they love metal or whatever. And it's like, we're not excluding anyone. We want to welcome humanity with open arms and we want to get the word out in every way we can. And, And I love all of these ventures and all of these efforts that, all you guys are doing in all this, you know, everybody behind the scenes, all the, we were talking to Eastside Tony and he was talking about the, the uh, programmers, the coders and the devs and, and they're the unsung heroes too. And everybody is a part of this human network, you know, cause there's the human Bitcoin network, which is, it's the reason, you know, like Bitcoin is just a tool for humanity. Probably one of the greatest tools we've discovered since the wheel and fire and, you know, things like that. But it's a tool so that humanity can progress and succeed because the way we're going right now, we're going the other way we're denigrating and we're going to end up wiping ourselves off the face of the earth, the way we're going, you know, like it won't be the sun's heating the earth too much to, then we're going to all die. It's going to be like, we're going to kill each other because we're dumbasses. So yes, yes. (laughs) I'll get off my soapbox now, but I can go for hours. Cause I, I know you, what you were talking about. I've done the same thing where I've just been like, Oh, you know, have fun staying poor assholes. And I've been that guy. <laughs> and and I've just kind of been trying to mellow lately and just be like, wait a second, that's not what this whole movement is about. This is about love and unity. It's not about fuck you. You know, it's about, no, come on in here, you know, get your ticket for the for the lifeboat. And yeah, no, we care. We we care about you. You're one of me. I don't care what color you are. I don't care about anything else. I just we're humans here. Let's succeed. Let's let's all up our standards of living so we can enjoy art and we can we can have time to spend with our families and time to listen to music and time to do other things and we're trending the other way yes absolutely very well so i'm curious uh i love the fact you have some information on the back of each card uh is there like a website for more information and is this like a card you might give somebody like an introduction, like a new person that consider Bitcoin? Like, here's the card. Or I got several cards. Which one do you like? And give them a choice. I mean, will it be the price point where you might want to do that? So I created these specifically like the original baseball football trading cards. Okay. Down to the wrapper, everything. So the first series, you got 65 different cards. And each pack, it's going to be a foil wrapped pack. These are created incredibly professional, just like your tops or your Beckett. These are the real deal trading cards. You'll get 10 cards in a pack. They'll be random cards. We've got rare, ultra rare, legendary, 
And we've even got some really special ones, meaning if you get a rare card, there's only a thousand of those or 999 that will ever be made ever of that card. And then the rare 500, the legendary 100. And then we've created some really fun extras. So we've got the Bitcoin warrior cards hmm. and we got Tone Vase for the first series who jumped oh. in with us. So he's a Bitcoin cool. warrior and it gives his information. We did a really cool design for him. Nice. Um, one of the legendary cards, we were able to get Max Kaiser. And <laughs> uh, if you're lucky enough to get one of the 100 Max Kaiser cards, then that'll be an extra special. Hold on card. to that one. Absolutely. Um, we got freedom fighters. So when you have someone like Greg Foss, he'll have the choice. Greg, do you want to be considered the Bitcoin warrior or do you want to be considered a freedom fighter? Because he's equally as amazing at both. So we're Bitcoin um, artists where we reach out and we work with other Bitcoin artists out there to showcase them in the pack. So we are really creating a lot of different categories so that we can add many different elements to this. And again, the main point is to have this like a traditional pack of trading cards, where when you crack it open, you don't know what you're going to get. And you have to just keep purchasing those packs and collecting those cards. If you want a full series, um, you're going to have to do some bartering and trading. And a lot of the people that I talked to about this, they were like, Bitcoin was my first means of transactions on the play on the playground. They're huh. very similar to Bitcoin in the way that they're scarce. If you're lucky to get that one of 100, um, we've used a lot of the elements in Bitcoin in these cards to give that same kind of experience. They're tangible. It, it's This is the real deal, um, especially if, once we start signing some of these cards on the Bitcoin blockchain. That just makes them that much more rare and special. So yeah, it's, it's all about cracking open that pack and finding what you got. And then when you go on the website, we're building a forum right now to where these collectors can get together and trade back and forward with these cards. Cool. That's very cool. Yeah. So is there a Greg Foss card or are we going to shoot for that in the future? We're shooting for that one. Yeah. Okay. I tried a little bit, but because I'm new, um, my old account I had um, that I've been on Twitter for many years, I couldn't use that because it just... I'm way too um, anti-government on mm. things, and I really didn't want to mix too much of that into this project. Yeah. So I had to start from scratch. Yeah. So reaching out to a lot of these people, it's hard because my Twitter account's only been up and live, yeah. I think, since April or May. So I'm sure at the event, I'll be able to show them that I'm not a hot we got some inside, uh We got some inside uh, <laughs> connects if you need a, if you need a hand. <laughs> reaching out to Foss. <laughs> they just uh, need the physical pack. Yeah, that'll and they need to know that probably work, huh? Yeah. Um <laughs> so when you so you you there's a hundred Max Kaiser cards you said, correct? So is it like a pretty exact caricature of Max so we can tell that it's Max or what what is hundred oh, percent. Oh yeah. okay, okay. Yeah and, and so I work with anybody that I do the cards for, I work with them directly. Gotcha. So I had to create this show Max and make sure that he, he, he signed okay off on it basically. This, yeah. The design and everything. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. I won't put anybody in the pack without their blessing. That's my number one. So there's two, you're going to have two booths at the Pacific Bitcoin conference, correct? Yep. Okay. And one, one is specifically, I don't know if we, I remember you saying this, but I think it was before we actually were recording this uh, episode. Alan, do you remember this? 
Okay. So you're going to have two booths. One is specifically the trading cards, which we just spent the last several minutes talking about, correct? And then the other one, we can actually get a hold of art, like yes. prints. And, and then you're going to showcase the big piece, the big acrylic piece that you were talking about earlier, correct? And now, uh, are you going to be playing some of the music in some of your music in either of these booths as well? Um, I mean, we'll have that. I think okay. if someone requests it on I'm demand, not okay. Cause I was curious because when I come down it. there, I want to hear it. That's, Absolutely. that's why I brought it up. This I'm just, I don't have any notes or anything. I'm just asking you things that I'm personally curious about. And I'm, I'm assuming other people will want to know these, these same things. So, Absolutely. so I, I want to listen. So well, I've got my YouTube channel up. So oh, right okay, now, cool. Songs on there. We can check and it out. We're not, we're not dropping the uh, comeback country song until like you, you'll have a chance to get the album at okay. the concert. We'll have a couple albums. We're doing each song as a single, and you'll have the chance to purchase an original 12-inch vinyl record. Um, it'll be absolutely beautiful. We've put a lot of energy into that, and there'll only Sweet. be 21 of those, each one of those available. So those will also be limited edition with a certificate of authenticity that go to those. And I'm trying to reach out to uh, Pacific Bitcoin right now and see if there's any way, if they enjoy the music enough to maybe get some of the music played in between some of these. That's what I was, yeah, that's great minds. I was thinking the exact same thing. So I was like, yeah, that'd be cool music to play. Like you said, during intermissions and before yeah, and right. after, you know, speaking events and whatnot. Cool. Well, that's pretty exciting, man. Um, well, I guess we have a meetup to get ready for and whatnot, and you have a bunch of stuff to get ready for the Pacific Bitcoin Conference, which you uh, said you were, you got pretty much last minute info on all this stuff, so you are scrambling to get all ready for. So I guess, uh, Alan, any last thoughts or anything that uh, you want to say, we'll let you close it up here. Okay. I just want to say thank you, Alan, for coming on today. It's great to meet you on the podcast. And I'm I'm very excited for what you are bringing to the, the Bitcoin world and to the world in general. I mean, art and music that was inspired to promote peace, hope, and Bitcoin. I mean, this is amazing. So I look very, I look forward to hearing uh, Lauren's uh stories he'll tell after he comes back from the conference i'm gonna bring some packs see. back i'm gonna bring some packs bring some back packs for sure back yes i'll yeah. send some sound and he's, with you lawrence so he's you driving can. up too <laughs> he's coming up to visit us and i lied too because i i will not i i need to say more because i wanted to give uh you a chance also um aladdin to any website any info any info anything else you want to pitch at the end here go ahead and um we'll give you the last word yeah, thank you. Um, so the website is btc-cards.com. And on Twitter, it's the same thing, except for it's an underscore instead of a dash. So okay, I, I cool. do believe if you search anything BTC cards, that we, we've got the algorithm played pretty well for that to be able to come up. Um, or Bitcoin trading cards, same thing for YouTube. So we've got songs on there and different podcasts that I've been on so far. And we'll add you guys to that once we're wrapped up here, which would be great. Um, yeah, I think that's the main, if you look that up, Bitcoin trading cards were the main Sweet. ones. Okay. Well, so Lauren, we'll see you in uh, Santa Monica at the Pacific Bitcoin conference. 
And I hope to meet you one of these days in person at our meetup here in the Reading Bitcoin area. So uh, we're all doing our parts uh, to spread the gospel of Bitcoin, the good news. And uh, thanks again. And we'll see you guys uh, on the other side. Sounds good. Okay. Bye now. Take care.